Money Show. Small business. Small Business Focus brought to you by Productivity SA. It was Mark Kirifali would say Productivity SA. Productivity SA providing solutions for businesses in distress. And our guest this evening, um, who, Pablo, is out. And so we're going to be talking this evening to our guest all about what is going on. Darlene Menzies is, is joining us this evening. And, and it's this idea of creditworthiness of businesses and small businesses. And yesterday, the finance minister announced there would be some relief for some small businesses, Darlene. But I mean, there is a whole report into how small and medium enterprises in South Africa are what they're calling credit invisible. It's a wonderful choice of phrase. Chris, hi, how are you? Good to be on your show. It's wonderful to have you. Credit invisibility. Talk to me about credit invisibility, Darlene. Sure. Um, the National Credit Regulator and IFC recently got together to do a diagnostic on the alternative data landscape in South Africa. So basically having a look at credit in the country and for consumers and business, what, what credit data is available to lenders to be able to assess whether they should actually uh, loan money. And um, what they found is that on the consumer side, individual lending, there's a lot of data available and uh, it's very easy to make their decisions. But in fact, on the on the business side, especially for SMMEs, there's actually no credit data available, and they call SMMEs in this country credit invisible. In other words, one of the major problems why lenders aren't actually able to create the deal flow that they should, and money's not getting to these small businesses that desperately need it, is because they actually can't assess them based on the fact that the data they need to do that is not available. Uh, and it's it's a it's a huge failing. I mean, where should this data have been collected? Where should this? We've got a whole department of small business. Surely it should have made some inroads in there, or not? Yeah. Well, what's interesting is when you look at the at consumer lending, there's an actual organisation called SACRA, and they work with all the credit providers in the country. Government has actually mandated that anybody that extends credit to an individual on a monthly basis has to provide the details of whether they have or not repaid that particular money to a central environment. And then you've got these six big credit bureaus that draw that out and can give a credit score. So if you want to go and borrow money as Bruce Whitfield and you go to, uh, go to a bank, they go to one of those bureaus and they say, what credit has been extended to, to Mr. Whitfield? And based on that, has he paid every month? And then they make a, a lender will make a determination. They see your income. They see what credit's been extended to you. Are you a good borrower? And from that, they deduce, yes, they can lend you money. And if you're a risk, then they'll obviously move that, that interest rate around. The problem with business is that the credit bureaus don't have that data. And a lot of the reason for that is that the National Credit Act makes no provision for business credit. So I actually call it the National uh, Consumer Credit Act. So we've actually got a very good credit act for consumers around how to collect data, store it, how you can share it, it's very well provided for, but uh, it's, it's uh, rather absent as far as uh, SMME credit is concerned. And because of that, banks don't don't share their credit data. You know, the one bank doesn't know what the other bank has, has, has extended. And so this makes it very difficult for the SME because what then happens is that when you want to borrow money as a business, the lender actually goes and looks at the owner's personal credit record as like a proxy for the business. So, well, I can't look at the business to see, has it got any other credit? Does it pay well? Is, you know, is it someone I can back? So they go to the, the owner. And of course, very often small business owners have bad credit records. And 
you know, it's a, it's a problem that really needs to be addressed, but there are answers in sight, fortunately. So I could unpack that a little bit, if you like. No, absolutely. I would love the answers because the consequence of credit invisibility, and we've seen the impact of micro-lending, for example, and for people who have used micro-lending to improve their lives, to buy education, to do that sort of stuff, not people who are surviving yeah. month to month on credit because that's very, very expensive. But the consequence of being credit invisible is that you can't get capital to grow. And so how do we solve the problem? You say there's solutions. Well, basically, the solution lies in what they're calling alternative credit. So um, the, the World Bank says that alternative credit is basically any data, sorry, credit data, any data that does not sit within the bureau is classed as alternative data. Now, of course, in the, in, the, in the South African context, any business credit data is therefore invisible because it sits outside of the credit bureau. So how do we then collect this data? So there's um, an innovative pilot that the, the, the national regulator and the IFC have put together, which is basically to collect all of the data out of business. So how they pay their mobile phone account, how they do they pay their landlord, all these bits of information gather it together in one repository and off that start building new kinds of credit scores that can actually provide something to the lender that gives him the ability to make a better decision. So currently banks, um, you know, as I say, they look at the owner's credit record. They also look at the owner's uh, business bank account. I mean, personal bank account and say, have you been drawing a regular salary on a regular date? Now, obviously most business owners don't operate like that. So these kinds of innovative projects that are being done now as pilots will start to force the hand through regulation of banks to have to change their old way of thinking and their traditional models. The other big problem, Bruce, is that the banks aren't transparent about their lending. So they'll tell um, you know the Reserve Bank once you know once a year we get the figures on how much they've loaned to the SME sector, but it's not transparent or unpacked about who they lent it to, and a lot of that money is probably sitting in established medium businesses with no money going to where it needs to be, which is micro and small businesses that are the lifeblood of the country. So we're starting to work with regulators to infor, uh, to see that banks are, are, are made to actually unpack some of this data and some and make transparent some of this, this lending uh, um, sort of uh, information so that, that more informed decisions can be made. So, you know, I'm, I'm very encouraged by what, uh, what the regulator together with the World Bank are doing. Um, because in the, in the fintech arena and the innovation arena, this is where these kind of things are going to really leapfrog over the banks. And uh, we're going to see fintechs doing more lending to small business than the traditional banks can do, even though they have a bigger distribution capability. We were chatting to Katleho Mapai last night, and Katleho, of course, oh, is the co-founder of Yoko. And one of the things that they're doing is because they've got the data, they've got the information, they know who is good for a loan. And they'll lend money to somebody on a Friday to buy their stock for Saturday because they know they'll get paid back on Monday. Uh, and it's a Absolutely. massively, massively efficient way of helping micro-enterprises grow. Absolutely. Some of these new forms of funding, like where people, um, you know, outside of Yoka, even other point of sale, um, uh, if a lender can go to someone looking for cash flow assistance or some kind of working capital, take their point of sale information, have a look what they take in on a daily basis. Then they give them working capital and they actually retrieve that money daily off the taking. So they take a little bit every day as opposed to a big installment once a month. So the actual repayments ebb and flow with the actual takings of the business so it doesn't hit them so hard. So these are the kinds of, um, you know, even, you know, there's massive opportunity in invoice financing that is not is not really taken advantage of in the country because a lot of small businesses 
don't know that that sort of innovation exists. So, um, yeah, one of the things that really needs to uh, uh, to be sort of better marketed is the different types of alternative funding and fintech type funding arrangements that 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 SMEs can now turn to because bank and the government DFIs are, are really not addressing. I mean, even in 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 um, the Minister of, of uh, Department of Trade and Industry and, and, and Competitiveness and also Minister of Small Business Development this afternoon did a joint press conference to talk about some of the relief measures that uh, uh, that were announced to unpack them. And one of the things um, that they spoke about doing was these working capital loans for, for small businesses. But they speak about, you know, we know that the DFRs at the moment, the, 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 the government agencies, are, are assessing small businesses in the same way banks do. And so, in actual fact, to try and get that money to them is difficult. Absolutely. Darlene Menzies, thank you so much for uh, stepping into the breach for us this evening. Founder and Chief Innovation Officer at FinFind, Darlene Menzies, this evening on our Small Business Focus.